As Adrian said, we're um, continuing with the, um, the theme of um, prayer and uh, this morning I want to um, go a little bit more into praying in families and how families are important in our prayer life and I want to um, start with um, asking perhaps some of the children very young children, what are some of the things that they pray for at home? My opus hearing. Okay, thank you, Elijah. Mikey. They pray at dinner. Yes, they pray for dinner. That's very good. Who else? Loving. Loving, yes. Somebody else? I pray for dinner. You pray for dinner too? Yeah. Another one? I pray for Tazi Devils. You pray for, yes, the wildlife. That's good. We've got to have good wildlife. I'm, I'm going to ask um, some younger people now. Young people, teenagers. What are some of the things they pray for as well? Uh, family. Friends. <laughs> um, school. Uh, sickness. Fist mob. Uh, people in the mainland that have really been hit by COVID. Friends. Uh, safety and protection. Yeah, just family and friends. Family, friends. That's it. Um, I'm really, f I, I pray like I thank God for like just being alive and just people around me. DP exams. Exams. Exams are very important to pray. I've done a few of those in my time. I'm glad they're behind me. But you know, throughout history, um, men and women who, that God has used have been people who've known how to pray and, um, and for whom prayer was a, was a necessity. And the word prayer, pray, Praying is occurring about over 330 times in the Bible. So it's an important word and, of course, it's an important action. And most of us recognise and accept the need and the importance of prayer. I think everyone in, here in this room would, would accept that prayer is very important. We read books on prayer. We talk about prayer. We ask for prayer. We talk of its necessity, but sadly too often we, we don't accomplish, accomplish all that we might read or hear. And like a lot of things, we, we can know a lot about prayer, but when it actually comes to praying and doing, it can often be a challenge. And the disciples had this same experience. They fell short in their prayer life. And as we read in um, 
Luke 11 verse 1. It says, It came about that while Jesus was praying in a certain place, after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Can you imagine being with Jesus when he was on this earth? Going around with him, travelling around with him, observing him, seeing him. The disciples would have readily saw demonstrations of his power, heard his wise words, saw the, the sick healed, the lame walking, the blind to see, demons cast out, people transformed, villages, whole villages hearing the good news for the first time. What an exciting time that would have been for those disciples. But also the disciples would have experienced the emptiness of the religion of the day. But through all this they were watching Jesus because Jesus was different. He was doing something different, something alive, something amazing. And as they were watching him, they were probably concluding that, well, this is not just prayer. I mean, the Pharisees prayed. But they never had the authority that Jesus had. And You know, in my travels overseas, I've seen and met a lot of people who pray. They spend a lot of time praying. Praying is important to them. But the problem is they're praying to gods of wood and stone they're praying to pictures on the wall and they're praying to gods of their own imagination it becomes ends up being vain repetitions but that's not what jesus was doing he was doing something different something that captured the imagination of his disciples and he could and they could see that he was praying with authority and that's why the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. We want to do what you're doing because we can see the transformation that's happening. And Jesus said an amazing thing in John chapter 5, verse 19. He says, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing. What an amazing statement. Jesus said he could do nothing nothing by himself and of course that's the principle that we need to understand this morning we also read in in the bible jesus said that he is the vine and we're the branches and without him we can do nothing and if it's true of jesus surely how much more true it is for us to be connected to God, knowing that he is the source. Andrew Murray, the great writer, says, Jesus never taught his disciples how to preach, only how to pray. And that says a lot on how important prayer is. You know, if we want to leave an, indel an indelible mark on the world during our lifetime, there's one way we can do it, and that's through prayer. The political, economic, military and spiritual leaders of the world, I don't think would know our names. 
but we can influence their plans. Did you ever think of that? We can influence the plans of what the world thinks is the most powerful people in the world. We can influence their plans. And while many, many things in our world we think are impossible to change, in the realm of prayer there are no limits at all. No limits. No impossibilities. But there's a problem. There's a problem. You know, there's always a catch to something, isn't there? There's a problem. Do we believe it? Do we believe it? Do we believe it enough to do it? That's the challenge for all of us. And I'm sure we all have those times when our faith doesn't quite reach to where we would like it to reach. But we have this wonderful verse in Ephesians 3.20 which says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. Just think, what do you ask or what do you imagine? God says, I can do immeasurably more than that. But it's according to the power at work that's working within us. And so we need to be people of faith. God's looking for faith. That's, that's his currency in the world, is faith. That's what he's looking for. Will he find faith when he comes back? And so it's really this earnest, sustained, believing prayer which is one of the major weapons that we have in degrading the enemy's strongholds that holds the world hostage. And in a sense today, the world is being held hostage through fear. And we as Christians, we as people of faith, we can storm that stronghold of fear and bring it down in Jesus' name. James 5 says, The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. So it's there in black and white. The, um, the power, the power, God says the power's there. We have to tap into that power. I remember as a young 14-year-old, many years ago now, I won't say how many, standing outside of church one morning with a group of my friends, and this older gentleman came up. I found out later he had been a, he had been a missionary overseas. And he asked me my name. I told him. He said, oh, yes. He says, I know your mother and father. Um, there are four children in your family, aren't there? And I said, yes. And he says, I've got your name written in my prayer book. And I didn't know what to say. Never met this guy. I've never, apart from that three-minute conversation with him, I never laid eyes on him again. But I was just astounded. He would pray for me. And on reflection, I realised that that man has had an influence on my life. He has helped me 
in my discovery and my journey of finding God and following Jesus. And I'm a part of that man's legacy of, of his faithful praying for many years. And I think back to how the Lord's led me and realise that, well, he, he played some part in, in that journey that I'm on. And, of course, the story's not finished yet, but he has played a part in that and I won't know the full uh, impact of that, of course, until, until heaven. But parents and grandparents, how important it is to pray for your children because that's, that's you're sowing into their success in life and you just never know um, how God will use that life. And adults, I'd encourage you to get the names of, of our youth and pray for them because impossible things can happen if we believe. And I think it's important that we pray for our young people, pray for our children, pray for our young people, um, that they'll get a hold of God in their, in their early years. And so we can be history makers. We can be history makers in this world. On a scale of zero to ten, zero meaning you never pray, ten meaning you pray constantly. How would you rate your prayer life? This is one of the questions that um, you can um, have a look at later on your table. And what could you do next week to move that number closer to 10? So that's something that uh, you can think about. You know, prayer is not only about getting something done. It's about getting a hold of God and God getting a hold of you. That often is where God wants to get us total dependence upon him and the sovereign God is wanting us and it's a great privilege he's wanting us to assist him in running this world to pray things into being those things that aren't I mean God I suppose in a sense God doesn't really need us but he wants to bring us in He's called us, you know, we're heirs of the kingdom and he's graciously brought us into his kingdom and he wants to use our prayers to bring change into this world, to bring change into the lives of, of each one of us. And I want to get us to think this morning about the things that are not yet, things that have not yet happened that you, you want to see happening because prayer visualises an alternative future. And working in the dimensions of God, there are no limits. So really, what, what future is God giving you to believe for? And again, this will be one of the questions on your sheet. For me, 
My prayer is for God's glory to cover particular areas and districts in countries where we've been working overseas and that his name will be known throughout those countries. Also, we've put, we've put down water wells in India and all those wells have a plaque on them written in the local language, Jesus is the living water. My prayer is for everyone who draws water from those wells will come to know that Jesus is the living water. So what are the things that are on your heart that you want to pray to bring into being? Those things that are not yet. If we're people of faith, we should all have some things. And it's look, it's great to pray for our family and our children. Absolutely important. But also think of other more broader things as well that can change change our state, change our nation. So, kids, it's your turn now. There are some pieces of a puzzle that are around this room, this auditorium. Now, they're not on any desks, so you don't need to have to go and disturb the adults on the desks, but you will find them around the room. So if you like to find them and take them to Jono sitting down in the back there and he will help put a puzzle together. So just take it down to Jono when you find them. So children, have a look around and find them and take them over there to Jono. And so just in, in wrapping up, I'd encourage you to spend more time daily in prayer. If we're disciples of Jesus, we will want to do it. And to make disciples, then we obviously need to be disciples ourselves. So that's important. And look, some of us may need to cry out, cry out to God if we don't have that desire to pray. And that's fine. Say, God, I don't have a desire to pray. Please give me that desire. And that's a prayer that God will answer. Guaranteed. He'll answer that prayer. Parents, are you praying at home together? So important. If you... Because it's good for parents to pray together and to pray with your children and it's important that children see their parents praying and reading the Bible and it's so important to invest in our children. Let every home be a prayer house. Have you thought of that? Let every home be a prayer house. A time when you can spend with God. And look, ask each other how you're going in your prayer life. I mean, all of us are never going to always be on top of it. We're all going to have struggles. But it's good conversation starter. How's your prayer life? There is prayer here, 7.30 Monday nights, 
for anyone who wants to come and join in corporate prayer. We have a great time praying for a whole range of things. But it's important that we are praying in our homes uh, regularly as well. And so as uh, now the children will be having their own sheets as well to do. So those of you with children, please, um, they'll, they'll need a little bit of help with some of that. We're all, we're all here learning together, adults and children. And um, so we learn off each other. The children need the adults to, to help them and we often learn from the children as well. And so uh, I'd encourage you to... Um, just spend some time now looking, looking through those questions and um, yeah, thanks. We'll just have a short prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, that prayer, you, you made prayer important and you demonstrated that prayer was important when you were here on earth. And Lord, help us. Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray, Lord, with authority and with total dependence upon you. And Lord, help us to pray in our homes, uh, with our families, uh, to bring honour and glory to your name, in Jesus' name. Amen. I know some people are still praying or, and partaking communion or haven't even gotten there yet, so I uh, just want to encourage you to continue doing that around your tables, continue praying for each other. But I want to encourage you to take this home, pray for your families at home, Somebody uh, was talking recently about uh, doing a prayer journal or writing down their prayers and ticking it every time God answers and looking back over, over several months and seeing everything that God has been doing actively in their life. So find ways to actively do this. Find ways to pray with your family beyond what you already do. Go from step three to step four. Just one step more makes a big difference. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your life. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for everything you've done for us. Lord, as we leave this place, Lord, we want prayer to be more than just an activity we do daily, Lord. We want it to be relationship. We want it to be attitude. We want it to be discipline. We want to live with you, oh God. We pray that you just remind us that you're with us day in, day out. Lord, we commit ourselves afresh to you. We pray your blessing on today. Thank you for all you've done. And we just honour you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.